This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room is Glenn and Paul. And I'm Paul. You have an echo. Yeah, a little bit. Hopefully the listeners aren't hearing that. No, I don't know if they are or not. But live from the laundry room, um, Bogart's still on assignment. Happy uh, Happy Victoria Day. We're going to talk about Victoria, uh, Queen Victoria morning jewelry. We're going to talk about a hump. Oh, boy, do we have a story on a Humphrey Bogart uh, thing today, too. And we're going to be talking about uh, I Got My New Warehouse. And uh, this is a call-in show where you call in about stuff you want to know, what it's worth, and how to get the most money out of it. That's what part of this is right here. I'm here with Glenn Pye from Glory Day Sports on 26 Ripley Avenue, close to the Cheese Boutique at 25 Ripley. And I'm from, uh, right now we're doing curbside pickup still. Glenn's got a great, great website called Glory Days. Collectibles. Collectibles. And uh, my store, my store is ten thousand three forty one Young Street, Toronto Golden. So we are still doing curbside, and we're still doing. Uh, we have to have a house uh, cleared out or anything like that. We're still doing that, but it's by appointment only. And last week we had the auction. I had a coin auction. It was almost perfect. Uh, some people got really good deals, and some stuff went for higher money than what the consignor thought. So both people are a little bit happy and both people are a little bit sad, I guess. But it was a good sale. We have another auction next week. Do you have one next week? No, we're uh, off the auctions for now. We, we do have eBay auctions going. Yeah. We have no auctions on high bid. Okay. We're going to be giving the price of gold and silver, which is up this week, where to buy it, where to sell it. And Glenn's going to go through a list of stuff you can call about right now. All right. If you're calling in locally, 416 360 0740 and the lines are open somebody might call about our mystery number from last week to win the prize out of town 1-866-740-4740 we're on 740 a.m. 96.7 fm live stream on zoomerradio.ca and uh there's many things that we're interested in obviously the older the better and higher value the better but they include sports items of all kinds Music, especially rock items of all kinds, could even be more current stuff if it's of a like I can tell you, for example, one act that's very big right now, and if you had autographs or anything, Billy Eilish. It's not a band I listen to, but younger people do. Stuff's worth a fortune. So we can buy all kinds of different things in the rock and music category. Gold, silver, coins, paper currency, vintage toys, comics, watches, jewelry, old clocks, vintage purses, women's accessories. 
Carnival, circus, arcade items, amusement park, vintage China dishes, tea services, Royal Dalton's uh, figurines, Hollywood political, military memorabilia, old books, maps. I want to talk about maps a bit later. There's a great article in the Star yesterday about vintage maps, documents, calendars, scrapbooks, postcards, vintage photographs, old camera equipment, vintage beer, wine, liquor, automobile collectibles, art prints, and any other antiquities, and vintage hunting, fishing, and other outdoor sports items. Great. Okay, now it's Memorial Day weekend, and we're going to be talking about Memorial Black Jewelry a little bit today, because a lot of people heard about it and didn't know what the story was. This is Queen Victoria, who used to be the longest-serving monarch in, the, in the, the British Empire, which spanned the world. So whatever happened in Britain was actually important back then. And she lived about 90, 91 or something. She died in 1901. <clears throat> And this celebrates her birthday in 1837. Or, yeah, that'd be right. Yeah. Okay. And that was to what, 1900 or something? 1901. Yeah, 1901. She was about 90. Yeah, it was 1837. A lot of people collect royalty stuff, and it is not worth what it used to be because um, the kids don't want it. No. The collectibles aren't, but personal stuff, letters, documents, things like that are. But not the, like, people come with the magazine when the queen got married or little coins or things like that. Those were made in such quantity, and nobody threw them out. Everyone kept them. It was important. But she lived a long time, and... Memorial, I mean, mourning jewelry used to be around even from the 1700s, 1800s. And, but she made it fashionable. When Prince Albert died and a couple of her kids died, she would have the black jewelry. Didn't she go mourning like for the next 20 years or something? 40 years, yeah. yeah. And she wore black dresses and black jewelry. Now, do you know that most of the, some of that early stuff was made out of coal no. or gutta percha? Or in doing how you tell the actual genuine stuff was made in England, was made out of you know coal. If you find it in your stocking. No, no, no. But there is a test. Okay. There is a test. I know you don't like this. You have the tester. No, it's not Most people have it at home. If it burns, it's coal. Yeah, yeah, if it burns, it's coal. No, but what you do is you have a piece of bisque. Bisque is unglazed china. I don't have any of that either. So I'm you don't both know. the coal and the bisque. It'll be unglazed sometimes underneath. I like lobster bisque. You're not helping here. Okay, go ahead. So you would scrape it. Coal will actually leave a black mark on the bisque. It won't leave it on glazed china, which we can go into someday, but on bisque. You're the only guy that can do that test in Toronto. There might be five guys in the country, yeah, who can do it, who know about and you're it. you're one of them. I learned it the right way. I wasn't. An, I am an antique dealer. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm not antique. So I'm not okay, but the memorial jewelry. People used to make jewelry out of hair. Or they made the braids, the braid hanging, the necklace would be made of hair. Uh, shrunken skulls. That was jewelry. They wore them around their necks sometimes. No, okay. We're talking more genteel. Okay. So but I want to talk about the morning jewelry because it can be worth a lot of money. And a lot of people, and not the fake stuff, not the stuff made out of glass, not the other stuff, but the original stuff, it can be worth my lots of money. And the Leafs. I want well, to go from Queen Victoria to the Leafs. Okay. Well, at least they won last night. Something the Blue Jays and Toronto FC couldn't pull off. The Blue Jays seem to be blowing it every day. They're in fourth place. But 
the Leafs won, and of course they're getting ever closer to their cheese, which we'll talk about. They have a thousand-pound block of cheese at the Cheese Boutique. But the one thing he did talk about earlier, and I wanted to mention, and something that Paul's harped on many times, we pay more than the garbage man, and you should always have an expert look at your stuff. There was a collection that came up uh, a short while ago. A gentleman died who was a friend of mine, and uh, he had some great stuff. He'd been a collector for quite a while and spent a lot of money on some of the stuff. And one of the items he showed me a couple of years ago that I attempted to buy, but at the time he just wasn't ready to sell it. He said, I'll sell it to you when I'm ready. I'm not ready yet. It was a Humphrey Bogart suit worn from, uh, actual movie worn suit from one of his famous movies. Maltese Falcon? No, it wasn't Maltese Falcon. Um, I forget the one right now. I don't have the top of my head because I had forgotten about it until this week when I found out what became of the suit. So apparently... His uh, relatives came in and uh, cleaned out all the clothing because they figured clothing's never worth anything, which is totally wrong because you even know, I know some vintage clothing can be very good. But anyways, they just bagged that all up. They left the collectibles, thank God, and they uh, so they didn't throw out the collectibles. They just threw out the clothing. Well, the clothing collectibles they threw out. Yes, and uh, it went to Goodwill. And the gentleman found out shortly thereafter and went to Goodwill looking for it. Of course, it's gone. As you say, maybe one of our listeners owns it now. Yeah. But the reason that we knew what it was, I mean, just to look at the suit, you wouldn't know. But this is what we always do. We go in every pocket. And in the breast pocket, there was a prop tag showing it from the movie house. Oh. And I think it did say something in, like, written in hand, his name. But that prop tag's like a key thing to identify. That's a provenance you need to get it back to that movie, that thing's, I mean, somebody may have just taken it and used the material or something. It could be cut up for all we know now. But anyways, it's gone. It's not there anymore. And it went through Goodwill. And somebody either got a great score for $5 or they've already used it as cloth to make other things and it's gone forever. But uh, Or someone didn't read English, doesn't even know what the prop tag was, doesn't know what it is. But no. it's something that definitely, and I know you've harped on this many times, it's very important for people to get advice, particularly if it's not stuff they acquired themselves, which is often the case oh. with the state. Because they don't know the history of this stuff. And had somebody wrote the big tags, like you say, you know, you got a free afternoon, sit around. Put a tag on everything. Put a note on it yeah. and say, this is this. And then when people come in, they know what it is. But most people don't listen to you. They don't do it. And there's the hazards of not doing it. Well, wasn't there a clue when the guy is a size 48 and the suit's a size 40 thin? For Humphrey Bogart? No, you know what? This gentleman was about the size of Humphrey Bogart, oh, which okay. was probably like a 36. It was not a... They were similar size, so that little okay, bit didn't okay. help them any. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a shame, and hopefully it does reappear and somebody got a good deal, and uh, we're interested. If they want to sell it, call us. We're, uh, you can reach Paul on his number. Your cell number is 416-360-07. No, that's the store, 0740. You can call me uh, or text me at 416 416- Five eight zero nine two five six. Your cell number. Wait a I'm going to give this slower because this is the right number. Six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine. Or the store number. I already gave the store number. You gave it wrong. They're calling. Is no three six zero zero seven four zero. Is that not your store no. number? No. What the hell? Did you change numbers? No, I haven't had the same number in ten years. Nine zero five. That's the show number. Yeah. Okay. Seven three seven four six. I did that because I didn't want them calling you. 
I want him to call me. Oh, I don't want him to call you. No, anyways, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Billy, good friend. He listens to the show religiously. He's probably listening to it this week. He's in hospital recuperating from some surgery he had, but uh, we wish him all the best and hopefully he gets through this well. I'm still mad about Humphrey Bogart. You know that I named my son Bogart after Humphrey Bogart. Yes, I do. Okay. And I see there's Bogart several pieces in the laundry room with Bogart affiliation. As soon. I can't believe five thousand dollars. So they threw out, threw out yeah. five thousand dollars. Well, they donated it to Goodwill, but Goodwill wouldn't have known to sell it for five thousand. So that's basically twenty. Would even be worse if they gave it to Valley Village because they're not a charity. But I don't know how many times this happens. Well, was it, I'm not sure which one they gave it to. They gave it to one of those places. Yeah, anyway, they so. might. They left it in one of those boxes there on the mm-hmm. side of the road. Who those exactly. people sell it to a guy who sends the first. The, uh, clothing over to India or Africa yeah. or someone like that. Repurpose it. It's oh, not really right. donated. They sell it to them and they right. sell it in bundles. That's true. But the idea that I always say and Rick is going to be called later on is that we, well, I want to see your stuff before you start thinking. Before you bring in other experts. You don't have to use me. But the first half hour is free. I'll tell you if you need me. Those people really needed me. Probably cost them a couple of hundred thousand dollars. It's a lot of good stuff. <coughs> I don't know what Judy Garlinger's and um, thing, the red shoes right. sold for a hundred thousand dollars. No, no, millions, millions for the red ruby red slippers. <coughs> and if you and there's multiple sets of those, and they still go for a million dollars. There was like four sets made. But I'm mad because it's Bogart. Because I would have loved to have had That's that true. item. But I want to be called in. Glenn and I have. To, we are the knowledgeable people. Okay. With rock, with comic books, with memorabilia. music memorabilia. We can authenticate it and tell you where to go with You can do the furniture china stuff. I don't care, <coughs> but, I mean, there's it's not a piece of memorabilia that we can't. We're probably foremost experts in Canada overall. There's a gentleman in yesterday. <coughs> Him and his brother, I think, was in. They have a bunch of furniture, which is told might be worth $300. And I would take care of it for them. But their comic collection might be worth thousands. Okay. Okay. And that was an afterthought. And their coin collection, their cards. You had so they came to sell the furniture, but they had some comics in the cart. No, they're okay. bringing those in. They didn't think they were worth anything. But he did have a couple of pictures. And I said, this is the right time period. And we, I can't overemphasize how we're different than, Glenn and I are different than other downsizers. We actually know what we're talking about. The other downsizers call us when they don't know something. And if you can get off the computer, you can get off the computer. We know the other stuff. We've touched it. We've felt it. We know what the stuff is. We know if it's authentic or not. It's a big difference there. We've sold a lot of it before, so we know precisely what it goes for. Yes. And where to sell for the most money, because we actually buy some of these auctions. Can I give the number and tell people we're going to be right after, we're back right after the break. Okay. Call us locally at 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero, which I mistakenly said was Paul's number, but uh, it's not. And out of town, one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero, or listen live on zoomerradio.ca and text us if you've got a question. We can check the text out at four one six five eight zero nine two five six. We'll be right back. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. 
The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. We're back. Live from the laundry room. Happy Victoria Day. I got to say this weekend, I had this, I got my um, COVID shot. Now, on my COVID shot, while I was there, I had a very good experience. It was easy to do. But you know how we deal with uh, the cheese boutique and we deal with uh, Mayflower? <clears throat> I had an opportunity. Mayflower, I deal with these people because they give back to the community. Now, Mayflower, Calvin on 1500 Royal York Road, said, give this to a frontline worker. And he got a gift certificate. And it was the same ones we give away on the show. But it gave me such a good feeling. To, I just picked out one of the people there. I said, you live in Etobicoke, and here's a gift certificate, and it's from Calvin Chinese Food, and it's the best Chinese food. I, I love it because it's right next to me, and I love the person who makes the Chinese food. Calvin does a really good job, and he gives back to the community, just like the Cheese Boutique, who we're going to talk about later on. But one of the, I was smiling all the way out from taking my COVID um, test. And not because they told me I didn't have COVID, but because I made someone, a frontline worker, happy. And I think we ought to look at these people. Anytime you know one, at least say thank you to them. At least say thank you. But <coughs> we're going to go to Rick. Rick, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. Hope you're having a great long weekend. How are things going? Really good. I know I, I have a little bit of a cough. But I know I don't have COVID because I got tested negative. Good really to hear. happy about Good that. And I want to talk about, we're just, you heard what's the story about someone who's downsizing. Before we got in there, they threw away. That's threw right. Away, That's donated right. to someone who mightn't even get the whole value because how, long, how many times I'll get a silver bowl with a, a Sutton Village um, price tag on for five ninety nine dollars It's sterling, and I pay the picker $300. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. something. Let's all might go and get it out of Valley Village. I checked the best. What color was the suit? Black? Black. It has to be black. Yeah. And in the check the best pockets, you're going to have a bunch of people going to Valley, wherever they did it, wherever they donated it. I think it might have been in the front pocket, or breast or front, one of those in pockets they sew into suits. If they come in, we will pay them money for this Humphrey Bogart shirt. Good well, you know, this is all part of what people don't even think about. It probably happens more often than it doesn't. Uh, especially when you're dealing with seniors, sometimes they hide things in the strangest places. Uh, they'll hide money in a couch or in a cushion or in a suit jacket. In a or, bar. you know, uh, they'll hide it up uh, in a, you know, up in the attic or something. This is all the things that we're experienced with and that we, we totally recognize that that possibility exists. So it's important 
that we get hired, Paul, for the position because when we go in there, we do a thorough job, which leads me to one of the things I didn't want to talk about. Two things, really. One is that people always ask, the first thing they always ask me whenever I run into them, what's the market doing right now? And there's definite signs of the market cooling down, just a wee bit. So if people are thinking about selling their homes, they shouldn't, they shouldn't delay. And one of the reasons people delay is because it's an overwhelming experience for them for a lot of times because they haven't bought or sold a home in 30, 40, 50 years. They don't know where to start. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention, Paul, you did an amazing job on one of our last sales where we don't just go in there and, and, and sort through their contents, but if we need to get the house ready for sale, we get in there. We roll up our sleeves and we even get involved with lawn care. We'll fix, we'll fix a crooked fence. If we need to do minor repairs or minor renovations, we'll even do that. We'll do everything that the client asks and we'll definitely volunteer what we, uh, our opinion on what is needed to make the house more sale ready and get the clients more money. Now, the advice from me is always free, Paul. Uh, I, I get in there, I do a market evaluation, and even if they're not selling today, I stay on top of it and, and, I, and I contact them weekly and let them know what's going on with the market because things can actually change week to week. Uh, what's true today might not be true two weeks from now, just like yeah. what's true today wasn't true three months ago. Uh, we're seeing really high prices. People need to take advantage of what's going on before, because we don't know. None of us have a crystal ball. I'm sure, Paul, if you ever come across one in your travels and you have a really good, accurate crystal ball, I want it, okay? Because then we can look at the crystal ball and say, well, this is exactly what's going to happen. So all we can do is base our judgment on experience, knowledge, and expertise that we get. Uh, people should be taking advantage of it. Yeah. So that's, that's where we're at, Paul. So uh, I'm going to give out my number, you know, and I, I know it's a long week and maybe people are, are just thinking about having a good time, but if they're thinking about selling their home, uh, I can be reached anytime. It's Ricky Bacle from Royal Page Real Estate Professional, and my phone number is 416-258-3972. I can be reached anytime, and I look forward to their calls, Paul. Well, the other thing is that we bring... Toronto money to the suburbs and beyond, yeah. to Brantford, to Ajax, to Aurelia, that we have customers who want to move out of the city. They want to sell the McMansion in Toronto, or mm-hmm. just their house that's worth a lot of money, and that's buy right. something less expensive mm-hmm. in some of the outlying areas. And a lot of people are oh, I want to use the guy who's, say I'm from Guelph. And so you yeah. can use the guy in Guelph. The guy from Guelph, someone from Guelph might not be moving to Guelph. The big yeah. money, the guy who doesn't care what your house costs, from mm-hmm. Toronto is the mm-hmm. guy you want bidding on your house. Right. Okay? That's why I kind of say this. It's like, do you want more money for your house or do you want less? Exactly. Exactly. And it's like a $50,000 jump on a house from from a Toronto buyer. Mm-hmm. They, they got lots of money. They just sold to McMansion for $2.9 million. Okay. Yep. Thanks, Rick. My pleasure, have a guys. Nice have a great long weekend. weekend. We'll I know you're soon. still working. Okay? Yeah. Always. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Don't you have another house up in Nobleton? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, Paul, people really need to take advantage of this one. Uh, just listed at an amazing price. We're at just a tad bit over a million dollars for a spectacular lot. People need to call me on it. Uh, okay. Just ready for their, for their uh, finishing touches. Okay, we got a bunch of calls here, Rick. Okay, Thanks. guys, have you a great get a hold of you or to get a hold of me to get a hold of you. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Have a great day, Thanks. guys. All right.
We're going to go to uh, Lynn in Mississauga, who's been patiently waiting, and it's something that Paul might know something about. Is there an impatient way to wait? To wait? Uh, let's hang up, and we've seen that happen on occasion. No, they don't. Not enough. We've okay. seen people leave. I, I don't look at that. Uh, okay. Thanks, Lynn. How can we help you? Hi there. I had... Um, oh, did anyone win the um, cheese coupon? No, no, no. It's not cheese. This Was week it the 14th is... Um, Mayflower. No, it's Mayflower this week, which is really good. Chinese restaurant. And I, I guarantee you'll be saying, I'm very happy to go there. Okay. It is... Uh, um, it's the best. And well, they know I live, something I they're buying from a really wonderful person. Yeah. Like I have Sam, a new generation... He's like a brother to me. What? I have uh, Calvin, 1500 York, uh, Royal York, or I have the people down the cheese boutique. They give back to the community. Okay, give us the number. I'll, I'll let someone else get it because I live in Mississauga and I don't have a way of getting down there. Uh, let the next uh, caller call in and get the Mayflower. Lynn, Lynn okay. I'm in that kind of a mood today. <laughs> I'd like you to leave your number with um, Brett, with. Um, Jonathan with Duncan. Right. And I'm going to make you happy. Give him the number, okay. and we'll go from there, okay? All right. And the question I had uh, was, do you want the price of the 14-carat? Last week, 14-carat uh, was $35.19. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. And, now, what question do you okay. have? It was about okay. the Millbrook Ware. Do you, are you familiar with the aluminum company that was... Um, Making, um, they made Lazy Susans and they made candy dishes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Millbrook, Millbrook, Ontario. Okay, now that was now, that'd be in the 50s and 60s? Yes. Yeah. Now, what we call that is mid century modern. And the kids today will buy that because it goes in the condos and it generally, it's got that quiche look. Like my son just moved into his new house. What do you ask for? My daughter, my not sorry, my son-in-law. My daughter doesn't know it yet, but he's getting an old-style telephone. Okay, they might listen to the show. They don't listen. I know my kids. Okay. So, but I'm saying that they want a little bit. Of the, they have all the new stuff. They want just a couple of items for heritage, the older stuff. So the Millbrook stuff will go, but as aluminum is worth about fifty cents a pound, but usually we'll get ten, fifteen, twenty dollars for those items. Oh, okay. It, it's like a dull finish to them. The, are, yeah. Are you it's familiar not, with it? You have the brushed aluminum, yeah. and you have that. But it's mainly, if it has flowers and stuff, not so much. It's got a little bit of a modern look to it. Right. Ah, a, you get a good money on. I have but a Lazy it. Susan that was a thing that spins around. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. People use it. I'm showing my age. I love maybe My wife would tell me about that. That's actually something that's useful. Yeah, they, Most of the antiques we sell and Glenn and I know about, are not useful. You can put your Scrabble board in the middle and have people move around. You don't have to move your seats for Scrabble. Oh. It's facing. It was meant for for sandwiches, and then there was a little pickle dish in the center. Yeah, yeah, like like that for. Uh, so so it's worth about twenty dollars. Yeah. Now, if you go to uh, my guys out at um, uh, Southworks Antiques, they're not open yet. They're not, but they when they are open, go out there, see them, and you'll see that kind of stuff. Okay. It's something that we have, like, a, if I'm downsizing your old house, this is where we're different than other people. Our people want, oh, I'll take your Moorcroft or I'll take your $40,000 painting, and you're on your own with the other stuff. We do the whole house. So that's how I get, I sell that kind of stuff. Okay? Thanks okay, for the call, thank Lynn. You. 
All right, we're going to just talk briefly about my favorite sponsor, the Cheese Boutique. You're not going to talk about my favorite bands coming up? No, because it's time for Cheese Boutique. Do you know how advertisers work? No, they get 1130, and we're two minutes late. Anyways, um, it's a great place. They have 16,000 items in stock. It's unbelievable. 11,000 square feet, 45 Ripley Avenue. They're open Monday to Sunday, 9 to 6, following all COVID protocols. You can call them at 416-762-6292, and they'll take phone orders, or you can check just what they have at their site, cheeseboutique.com, and they offer no-contact delivery. They even offer the out-of-town delivery that Paul talked about briefly. No, no, it's free. Over 75 bucks. Gift baskets, gift cards, catering, and, of course, they have a six-episode show coming up on Food Network Canada called Cheese, a love story. What a great name for that. And they're also opening a 2,000 square foot um, on the Ripley Avenue as well, which is becoming a very famous street. They're going to open another location where they're going to have gelatos, pastries, prepared foods, and they're going to have a full patio once COVID's over, the protocols have ended, and you can have some patio where you can go and have your lunch, have a drink, whatever. So that's all going to be there. And, of course, talking about the Leafs, they, uh, it was mentioned in the Star last week, the Leafs had bought a 10-foot-high, 1,000-pound provolone, which they intend to eat after they win the Stanley Cup. Now, if I was an opposing team, I'd cut that article out and put it up in my dressing room just to motivate my team against the Leafs. So if I was an opposing team, I'd make them eat the provolone before the win. Yeah, I know. The, the Leafs, you should never say things like that. That could jinx you. But anyways, they won last night, and that's a good thing. And it was their first win against Montreal in the playoffs. In how many years? Oh, it's got to be 76. 54 years. They haven't beat Montreal in the playoffs. Really? Well, we're lucky in Toronto. Once every 50 years, we get to beat Montreal. But anyways, we did beat them last night. 54 um, years? Yes. So, Cheese Boutique. Wait a Go there. They're a great sponsor, friend of the show. Fantastic. Yeah, but we're never in the 67 playoffs. 67 was the last time we beat them in a the game. No. Because we got swept in other years, so whatever. I'm just saying, but also the Leafs don't make it to the playoffs. Not as much as Montreal. That's not as much as Montreal. I want to talk about something that I, I got done this week. There's a new company called iCert. They're a certification company. And uh, this is trying to take advantage, obviously, for people here of not having to cross the border, the long lineups, things like that. But they're, they're a specialty shop where they're authenticating and grading certain items. But they're not doing cards. They're not doing autographs. They stick to what they know. They're not doing comics. They're doing card boxes, wrappers, wax rack packs, tickets, postcards, backstage passes. I've already given them quite a few items. I got some back yesterday and quite happy with them. And I think it's going to be a great service to the collector's community in Toronto. If you need more details, you can get a hold of me and I could let you know. Um, what they're all about and who they are. And we're going to put some of the items up this week and just see what kind of success we have on eBay if it creates more interest. Our items are good to begin with, but maybe with certification. Now, I don't send them to PSA because too much money, too long a lineup. The service isn't even that good with PSA. It's very bad. No, but wait a minute. Here's the thing that's important. You're missing this point. Is that even if you're going to get something graded or authenticated, you have to bring it into us because some of the fees are so high that you... How many times have we said, don't even bother, this is not real, or sure. this is a $100... need advice. Yeah, from us. This is a $100 rhyme. You do not want to spend $60 right. 
authenticating your hundred dollar. It's like it's like making your. It's like putting a three hundred dollar frame on your yeah. fifty dollar. No, we can give them all that advice how to use a service, any service, whether it's a comic grader or anyone else. We can tell them how to use it effectively. Nine zero five. If you need help with this, you can get her my nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. Even during the COVID times, you can send me pictures. I can tell you, advise you which way to go. This is where you really need that. If that person had talked to us, they'd be five thousand dollars richer with that suit. Or Glenn, or Glenn's number. Can you imagine how much stuff's thrown out in Toronto every day? Probably a million dollars. There's so much money day. in the city. There's trillions of dollars in the city. But the kids, there's, there's, there's twenty billionaires in the city. I know, but you know what I say. Stuff gets tossed all the time. Why? Because the real estate's worth so much. Nobody gives a shit about it. Oh, no, else. no. But that's my thing. Yeah, of course. You don't want twenty-five thousand dollars of stuff standing in the way of your million-dollar house. Especially when it's not twenty-five thousand. It's really two hundred and fifty. Yeah, but you right. don't want to get one hundred dollars. No. We are $25,000 worth of stuff. Because we've seen that happen. Where the We buy off these, sometimes these other downsizers. No or the stuff that's that we leave behind. It, to, to reinforce what you've said. Now, I bought a nice collection of Toronto Maple Leaf baseball. We've talked about it many times. There's lots of it in the city. People should look if they see old jerseys. In fact, I bid thousands of dollars on some old Toronto Argo jerseys from the 40s that nobody would even know. They're you find the Goodwill? Do you know that the Maple Leafs used to outdraw some of the major league teams? Yeah, they were a top team in the day. Yeah. And so I went to one of our great listeners, Yeah, Bobby Hunter and his wife Kathy. They listened to the show because I had picked up in a, a collection of programs. And this is something when people have programs, they go, ah, they're worth $15 oh. or whatever. Well, they're not necessarily. There's programs in there that are worth a lot more money. First of all, if you get the ones from the 20s or 30s or something, yeah. right back. You can even go back. If you have a Napoli Joy or if you have them from Hanlon's Points, were thousands and thousands of dollars for him. How much but, would you get for the Babe Ruth program that when he hit his first home run? How much do you think that would be worth well, today? Well, first of all, could it be identified as being from that day? But if you had provenance, it would probably be worth half a million dollars. Yeah, I know. Something like that. In someone's T- basement. Ticket stuff may be even worth more. I've had ticket stuff. Any ticket stuff from Hanlon's Point that's baseball, you get three, $400 for. But if it's from that year, you get more. And if it can be identified to that game, which I've never seen, it's worth a lot more. But when I asked Bobby, who his father, and the reason I'm getting into this, his father owned the team. Yeah. So who who can I go to a better expert than the son? In fact, I have many programs where he's pictured in there. It'll say, bat day's coming up, and make sure your kids get a bat. And there's Bobby standing there with a bat over his shoulder, smiling. Or I was telling him the you other day. You got a picture of Bobby smiling? Oh, many times. <laughs> the only when he was young. And then um, I also mentioned to him this week when I went to visit him about there's a couple of programs where they used to let kids ride horses, and there's a picture of him on a horse. Come on down to the game this week. And that's part of the reason they did so well. They had so many great promotions. Yeah. But some of the programs I bought, and these are where you get these lottery tickets. So just to give you some examples. So sure, the very old ones are worth a fortune, and I think most people know that. But even when you get in the 50s and 60s, I got a program, for example, this week with Roberto Clemente in it and and a visiting team, Montreal. It's worth, you know, whatever, $300. There's Jackie Robinson. He played here often when he was with Montreal. There's a, the one that I got that even stumped Bobby, and I don't know. I've never heard of it before. I've Googled it. I can't find it. I've got a Major League Baseball All-Star game being played in Toronto in 1950, the American League All-Stars versus the National League All-Stars. So that program is on an auction right now on eBay. We have no idea. Nobody even knew they played. There was All-Star games where the International League All-Stars could play like yeah. a group of major leaguers, and then almost every year 
the Toronto Maple Leafs played their parent team. So if they were, and they changed affiliations yeah. many times. But if it was Chicago, Chicago come in, they play Chicago. It's Cleveland, they play Cleveland. So there, there are great value there, and it's not just that. I, I bought two autographed balls this week, one from the last year, one from, I think, 53 or something. And you're always looking for those key signatures, like Elston Howard played here, but many other great players played for Toronto, but many other ones visited. But that's something always to be looking for if you've got old Toronto Maple Leaf baseball stuff. And even old baseball uniforms, they should always send us pictures, show them to us, because they don't. the older ones don't look, look anything look. special. There's no tagging, there's nothing. So you really need an expert to look at them because, again, it could be a $5,000 bill going out the window. See, I told you, people have to, they should be talking to us on this. Stuff. But it reminds us of how big Toronto is. We sometimes, because we're blessed to be in southwestern Ontario or in Toronto because we have so much heritage and culture. We're paying for it right now, but... So well, with COVID, we caught up. Now yeah. we got half the people have one shot, which is very good. We're getting you got there. two. I got two. Yeah, We're, I'm still waiting there. for my second. But uh, we forget how much, how rich we are in Toronto and how much stuff that we just say that old thing because grandma had it or whatever it was like that. Like, how many times I go into houses and they have the other stuff and I say, that thing in the corner is $5,000. Is that old thing? Yeah. You know that Ashley's used to sell more cups and saucers. I know you ate cups and saucers. Yes. Then were imported. They sold more than were imported into the United States. Wow. That one mouse. And, that's and how many were brought here by people coming from Scotland, England? My my all yeah. all my ancestors came from Scotland. They all brought their original china set. They brought very little with them, like clothes on their back. But oh no, we bring the china. The china and stuff. Used to come up in straw barrels. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. They pack it. But we have a lot of China, and like I keep on talking about the cups and sauces, we've gotten lucky. Some of our clients have gotten lucky. I just keep on, this is the time when, oh, spring cleaning's here. Let's get rid of this stuff. And somebody should go to the curio cabinet, and there it is, or it's a box in the basement, or it's grandma's stuff. Do not sell grandma's stuff. If you've got 30 boxes of grandma's stuff in the basement you haven't seen for 10 years, do not sell it. I, mean, I want you to sell it. But check, you have to check through it first. I'm going to give the numbers, and we're going to go to break. You can call us locally, 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. No, that's what I'm talking about. 
Good morning, Mike and the Rodgers. We're back. Paul Kenny here. And Glenn Pye, Glenn Pye for Glory Days. Paul came from Tron Gold Silver, which you can reach us, our website. If you got pictures, you're too shy to call, and you want to get information. There's two ways to get the information to me, because I can do it COVID. It's even during this COVID times. You can send pictures to T, the letter T, gold, silver, coins, with an S, at gmail.com. The reason we switched over our email is because we're going all Canadian. We're going with Shopify, and it's part of what I tell everyone every week. Shop local, buy from your neighbor, and so he can buy from his neighbor, and we don't want to send the money out of the country. And it's not that I don't like the Chinese. I just love Canadians more. That's it, in a nutshell. I'm just pro-Canadian, and I want you to buy from your neighbor. Now, Glenn's got something. It's definitely, uh, I think we're about to make that a little bit easier for everyone, hopefully, on June 2nd. And I, it, you can clearly see from the numbers the vaccinations are having some effect. So we should be in good stead in a month or two. But hopefully even sooner we start opening up some of these businesses that aren't really causing any of the outbreaks. I want to talk quickly about Unzipped, the ultimate Rolling Stones exhibit coming to Kitchener this November 30th. It's going to the museum in Kitchener. The website for buying tickets is unzippedkw.ca. Now, Paul and I expect to be set up there selling vintage memorabilia. So when you go into the yacht and you go to museums and they direct you through the store on the way out, like King Todd or whatever, and you get all this replica stuff. No, we're going to have the real stuff. We're going to have stuff from 64, 63, 65, the original stone stuff. And when you're collecting that type of music, it's important. Like anything Beatles is worth more if it's 69 or prior when they were they actually existed. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff made in 73, 81, 92, whatever. It's made last year. People want the original stuff. And we're going to have it there, and it's going to be tremendous. There is a code for our listeners. A special uh, thank you to Dave Marskell at... Um, He's a director of the museum who uh, made it available to us. So if you want a discount on your tickets, if you're going to buy them at unzipkw.ca, it's capital C, capital H, E, lowercase, E-R-O-E-S, capital R, capital S. He's making it very difficult for us, so we may mess up and not get the discount. But anyways, capital C, capital H, lowercase, E-R-O-E-S, capital R, capital S, which, of course, stands for Consignment Heroes, Rolling Stones. You put that in, you get a discount in your tickets, and we're all looking forward to the show this November, and I think the way COVID's rolling out, it shouldn't be a problem, and we're going to have a lot of fun there, and it's going to be some great music fans coming in. I'd rather have a code like No Satisfaction. No. We didn't get oh, it twice. They gave us the code. You can also, if we didn't get all that, you can email us, like we just said, at tgoldsilvercoins at gmail.com, or you can text Glenn. And he'll gladly send you out the code. And his number is 416-580-9256. And there's information, obviously, about everything that we talk about on our website, glorydayscollectibles.com, and our eBay ID is glorydayscollectibles. Go ahead, Paul. No, I think I'm going to talk about the maps. Oh, we could talk about that. Yeah, so something was in the star yesterday. It seems the star. I, I mean, I don't promote the star endlessly. but And people say, why do you get the star? A lot of people don't like the politics, whatever. But it's good for me for keeping a pace of things. I go to lots of events. There's always information in the stars. They have these general interest columns that typically you don't find in the Globe and Mail or not necessarily the Sun either. So 
you know, everyone has their own political. Beliefs. I thought it's because you just like but, it has lots of pictures. Yeah, they <laughs> pictures, but uh, the sun may have more pictures than the star. But I like the information okay. I get. But their article in yesterday's star is called "Unfolding um, a Guide to the Past." It's about roadmaps. Now, Paul yeah. sold many historical maps, and I've even sold a few. Uh, one of the things I've sold is maps where explorers trace the route they took and then sign it. If you have some of those from back in the 1800s, early 1900s, worth a lot of money. I have many from the Arctic where they went up there, traced the route, and then signed it. And it was almost something they gave as a collector's item to people back in the day, 100 years ago. But these are roadmaps. So we're talking about Shell, Imperial Oil, Phillips, Texaco, whatever. They're all there. BP, Super Test is huge. So yeah. many of these are collectible as petroleum items, which are collectible to the oil and gas people. But they're also collectible for people that are just interested in maps and the history of roads and what the tourist sites were in Ontario in 1920, because that information is generally on the map. They're quite attractive to frame and put up. And, of course, there's lots of crossover stuff, because not only the maps, they did um, schedules for hockey teams, which are worth a fortune. You get those from the 30s, they could be worth $500. And so these little teeny schedules, you might see it in somebody's top drawer just thrown in with a hundred other things and all of a sudden there's something a piece of paper worth five hundred dollars so this old petroleum stuff is very good the maps are quite collectible particularly if they're vintage not so much the last 30 40 years but if you go 50s and prior and then there's people who also collect cars but they like to have some petroleum yeah. items in their garage to make it almost look like an old-time garage and stuff we've right? sold them up to a couple of hundred dollars even the old canadian tire ones but the biggest story i had a guy uh Donate a map. He sold a got bought for five dollars and it's right. over thirty seven hundred. Wow, what kind of map is that? I can't remember now. It's a while ago and I didn't get it and I didn't get the map, so I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not happy about it, but I know that someone, the guy who sold it for five dollars, should be less happy than the guy who bought it for thirty seven hundred. Well, this uh, article yesterday, just to show you how much like crossover interest there is, it's actually in the wheels section. It's not in the light oh, yeah. section, which deals with. Uh, collectibles and stuff generally this is in the car section and the, and they have these pictures it's a great article some great pictures of maps in there so if you ever want to have a look at it and if you have some of those maps let us know we're interested we buy them and uh, we sell them and you know if you open them up and actually the graphics are great but if you look at some of the old maps on 19 where know, there's no roads and now there's full cities yeah and like you look at there's no where's the mcdonald car shape freeway where's mcdonald's yeah <laughs> no no but these you know, no, it Tim Hortons. It takes us back to a simpler time, and, and it makes us smile. And that's why people collect them. Yes. And, and some people get collect a lot, but some people just want one map of Mississauga before it was Mississauga to put on their wall. I've got one for Port Credit from the very first map of Port Credit. Wow. With the, Indian, with the Indian Reserve on it. Back in the day, Port Credit... Many people in Toronto, that's where they had their cottage. Yeah. People, and, and my grandparents actually had a house and, and grew up in the Hamilton Beach Strip. Okay. And they actually had a boarding house, and people would come from Toronto and spend their vacation swimming in Lake Ontario, or even better, in the early days, the bay, before the steel company screwed that up, and then you couldn't swim in them anymore. Okay. But, um, you know, it's a whole different thing, and you'll see aspects of that. In fact, you'll still see real estate in Port Credit or... If you go to Oakville, Bronte, cottages. Yeah. Still there. Stone homes that were built as cottages 100 years ago. When you were a kid, did you ever hitchhike? We used to hitchhike. Yes. Up. 
We hitchhiked up, and that's another time, and you don't see them anymore. We used to be a count on mill hitchhike from London to uh, Grand and everyone Bend. Picked and hitchhikers everyone picked you up. Yeah. And it was no, but a time. It wasn't dangerous. Nothing had happened. It was a simpler time, you know, and this is where I know why some people don't want to let go of their stuff, you know, and they've had it for 50 years because it makes them smile and they want to hang on. But you don't want to have it so that the kids, it's not making them smile. They look like it's a problem. It's still mad. The other thing, too, if you have a lot of stuff, you should start parceling it out. Just take one aspect of your collection because you can't move it all at once. We know that. We own lots yeah. of stuff. It takes a period of time to find buyers for all this stuff. And if you just start parceling it up and say, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm sort of done with this area. I'm not going to collect my postcards anymore. I can sell those. Uh, and then just do it that way in an orderly manner. You'll get more money. And yeah. you'll feel better about it because you've done it actually sort of in some organization instead of this wholesale, get rid of everything at once in a panic yeah. because you're selling the house or you're sick or whatever. So we try and do an advance. And like, and there is that when you're downsizing, it just doesn't always go from your big house to your smaller condo. You just don't want to walk up the stairs anymore. No. And you want to go to a condo and you don't have room for your collection. And I know we try, we try and take the stress out of it. We know you've been collecting it for 50 years. We understand it. Glenn and I understand collectibles, much to the chagrin of our wives, that we understand collectibles. And, and we're the brunt of jokes of our friends and yes, whatever. Yes. But we put up with a lot. But we know stuff. And like I say, Glenn's an expert in, in the rocks. How many Rolling Stone concerts you gone to? 78 Rolling Stones concerts. So you're not an expert yet? Not quite. i get to 100. I don't think they're going to last long enough, and I probably won't either. But hopefully they are coming out next year, we hear. I want to at least get to 80. i got to say I did. But we're going to be at the Sun Zip. But we also want your, rolling, your rolling Stone and other rock and roll collectibles. You'd be surprised it what they're worth. the same money. Yeah, it goes for a million dollars. It's like we were trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated price. And one thing about the Beatles, it's never taken a break. Beatles stuff continues to go up. It's just the old vintage, not the repro stuff done in the 90s or whatever. But if you have vintage Beatles, that stuff's always in demand. There's always people buying. And it's old Rolling Stones, the Who, whatever. It's very collectible. We got time for one call because I'm going to do my gold. Okay, we have Harriet in Toronto who has some silver plates. Hello, Harriet. Harriet, are you there? Oh, she's there now. Hello, Harriet. Yes. Go ahead. Hi. I uh, have two sets of uh, silver plate uh, silverware for service for 12, and I wonder if there's any value in that. Yes. Yes, there's always a value. Some is not what you compare to what you paid for it. But sometimes it ends up being sterling. I don't know how many times that happens. People bring in a silver plate and it's actually sterling. We'd rather be that. We'll pay you a lot more money. But I don't um, believe it's plate, sterling. And it, Pardon? I'm pretty sure it's not sterling. It's okay. silver plate. And they were wedding presents. And it's from 1958. <laughs> it depends on the pattern. You can send me off a pattern or send me a picture tomorrow. At my website, tgoldsilvercoins at gmail.com. I can tell I you the pattern, and I can give you value within $20 don't know. as soon as I'm I see the pattern. Pardon? Oh, I don't know how to take the pictures. 
So if I send you an email with patterns, is that good? Yeah. If you give Paul a call tomorrow, he can describe it a little bit. Tuesday, sorry, it's a holiday tomorrow. If you call Paul Tuesday and then give him a little more details, maybe he can do it on the phone for you. Okay, Okay, I'll try. I will do that. Thank you. My number is 905. I hope you copy down and other people do as well. 905. Yes. 
I know he's mad about that, but he wants extra money. Now, if you're buying gold and silver, I'm going to come along with this. Oh, well, we're running close. Buying gold and silver, we have 100-ounce bars, and we are $100 cheaper than my neighbor. And silver, gold, gold, any of those guys online, you can go to our place, buy the bars. We have 1-ounce bars, and we have lots of gold. Have a great week. Shop local, wear a mask. And take care of your frontline workers. Just say thank you to one of them. That'll help us. Thank you. Enjoy your week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.